welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm a man on a mission, and that mission is to eat at all of the tasty, tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas. We are the only Kansas City podcast that is feeding its guests tacos and feeding its listeners taco knowledge. Yes, we are conquering the Kansas City Tacoverse one taco at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We're going to share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Hey, Taco the Towners. I hope your kick-ass salsa summer is going extremely well. We here at Taco the Town hope everyone is getting out there, doing some traveling, some summer taco-cationing, if you will. And you're out there taste-testing tasty tacos all across this great planet of ours. You know, I did a little California taco-cation of my own recently, where I taste-tested some tasty taco-cation tacos in Los Angeles. I stopped by Roadside Taco, a super tasty taco spot on Ventura Boulevard in Studio City, which featured an amazing Tupac Shakur taco mural. Highly recommend everyone stop by if you're in the LA Hollywood area and check out Roadside Taco. I also stopped by Home State, a taco spot in Los Angeles, which has uh, several locations in Los Angeles. I highly recommend that. And then... I went to Disneyland because I heard that they have tacos there now. And boy, howdy, do they. The birria craze has even hit Disneyland. I tried some delicious street tacos and birria tacos at a food pavilion at the Disney California Adventure. And they were some of the best tacos I tried on my trip. Who knew? So keep on having a kick-ass salsa summer. Let me know what tasty tacos you're taste testing out there on your summer tacocations. And oh, hey. Don't know if you've heard, but the Pitch's Best of KC 2023 nominations are out. We would love your nomination in the Best Podcast category. We can't grab our award unless we're nominated, so we need you, our Taco the Town fans, to nominate us for Best Podcast in KC. Just go to thepitchkc.com to nominate us. Be sure to write in Taco the Town as Best Local Kansas City Podcast. Nominations in July 31st, so get your nomination in today. We would really appreciate it. Let's find out what taco place we're going to be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Barrio Taqueria, the latest in the KC Barrio, Barrio KC chain here in Kansas City. It is located in the former Soul Cantina location in Martini Corner, 408 East 31st Street, KC Mo 64108. Just opened last month in the old Soul Cantina. You can't miss it. I know you've been to Soul Cantina. Well, now it is called Barrio Taqueria. They are open Monday through Thursday, 1130 to 10 p.m. Friday, 1130 a.m. to 11 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And Sunday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., don't miss their happy hours, Monday through Thursday, 2.30 to 6.30. And Friday, they get started a little bit earlier, 1.30 to 6.30. They have a Saturday and Sunday brunch, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They've got a great upstairs patio area that seats 62. It overlooks Martini Corner, Taco Tuesday specials. They got fajita Thursdays and bottomless mimosas on Saturday and Sunday's brunch. Barrio Taqueria is described as the perfect spot to relax. Sip on refreshing drinks and enjoy the good 
vibes. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. All right, our first guest. It's her second time on the show. She first appeared way back in the dark ages, 2019. <laughs> what restaurant did we do? Ranchero. In Blue Springs. Yes. And it was good. Yeah. I remember that. It was great. She is Kansas City's NASA lady. She has been a NASA ambassador for the last seven years. She's a regular on all of the morning TV programs in KC and has appeared on MTV and the Sci-Fi Channel. She has a beautiful 10-year-old daughter and two cats. <laughs> who are all her world. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Danielle Jones. Yay! Thanks for I'm being back be on the back. show. Of course. I've only begged you. It's four years. I know. It feels like forever. And I'm always seeing all these delicious tacos in your in your timeline and your posts. We do make a, an effort to eat great food, especially now that we're out in Johnson County. Get completely different food than Eastern Jackson County. Right. Yeah. And you, we're going to talk about this a little bit, but yes. uh, you recently posted uh, that you had a meal at Poncho's. Now, oh. was that Poncho's or was it Rancho's? It's Poncho's. It's their, yes, their location out there in uh, Overland Park. Oh, the one off of like uh, the, 75th all the intersection. or it's like 87th. 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 Oh, and that's still a Poncho's. Yes. Not a Rancho's. No, they, they are still Poncho's and... There's a couple more in Blue Springs now. That was like, it used to be the place that was kind of like a joke. Like, you know, it's just cheap, good, you know, five bucks, get a giant taco. They give you a lot of two, food, two right? Two o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. I mean, the prices have gone up, but you get like three days worth of food if you really, if you like divvy it out. Now, how, how's the drive through at that Poncho's location? It's great. Oh, it's tore up, but it's fast. Are there long, are long waits? Good. I would say we get through pretty okay. quick. All right. All right. It used to be bad, but it's great. I've sat in that drive-thru for about an hour once. There's I, no there's no chicken exit at that drive-thru either. The only the only place I've sat for an hour in a drive-thru was Whataburger here or in Overland Park. When it just opened? Yeah. Was it worth it? No. No. <laughs> no. no, and we did it twice, and it wasn't <laughs> worth it either time. And I'm a Texan, and I'm saying that, no, it was not worth it. <laughs> I was not uh, not super impressed, but uh, let's meet our second guest. You've heard from him a little bit just there. He's been a morning reporter on the Fox 4 Morning Show in Kansas City for the last seven years. He was born in England, but raised in Texas. He's a huge, avid English soccer football fan. After attending Texas Tech University, he started his career in Austin, Texas, before making Kansas City his home. Welcome to Taco the Town. Marcus Officer. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello. Tacos podcast. That was a that's a win-win. Yeah. I mean, what what took you so long to be a guest on the show? I, I need to know some <laughs> of your Texas taco expertise. Well, to break that down, I guess it's about who you know, and I right. finally knew somebody right. that had Danielle, knew you, yes. Right. That had been on the show, and we were listening. Yeah, she was telling you we were listening to her old podcast a little bit ago, and yeah, when she said uh, you're gonna have to talk about tacos, I'm like. I can think of a few experiences <laughs> I've had, especially in Texas, that could carry over to a decent conversation. Now, I need to know here, top of the show, being a Texan, um, well, you're, where, where were you born in England? Ipswich. Uh, How long did you live there? Give or take about a year or two. A year, okay. But we would go back, and this was obviously before 9-11. Right. But there was a stretch there where it was so easy to go to and from England. I remember, I'm old enough, and here's me dating myself, being able to walk to the gate look at the window and see the plane take off before we had to turn around and leave. Right. 
I mean, you ask anyone who's under the age of 21 or 22, they've that's an experience they've never mm-hmm. had. Needless to say, I don't think uh, tacos in England quite compare to Texas Yeah, I was going to say, how was the taco experience in England, and how does it compare to the taco experience in Texas? For a country that ruled most of the earth at a single point in time, <laughs> um, the spices and flavors, and I love English food. They've not mastered their own. They have great variety because of the melting pot culture that is, but... Everything's bigger in Texas, and it definitely applies to tacos. Now, have you heard about these French tacos they're making in France now? We don't speak highly of the French. (laughs) (laughs) It's an English thing. They're like paninis. They're just not a taco, but they they look like paninis. So even the French don't have the taco mastered yet. The best part about tacos in England is how, how they say it. Tacos. Tac- it's like taco. Ellie in the office where she Identical, makes Frank yes. Ferguson go get her like drive-through tacos and or something. And she holds it sideways and, and she just scoop pushes it into it. her mouth. Yeah, it's an experience <laughs> to watch. I wouldn't say to eat. That's but. one of my most favorite things is to hear a British person say taco because it's ta- <laughs> taco, tac, taco. Right? How do you eat a taco? Yeah, it's it's such an enjoyable thing to hear. So growing up in Texas, tell me about the taco scene there. How often did you eat tacos? Do you come from a taco-loving family? Taco runs in high school were very common. In fact, after attendance, you'd say, okay, out of this group, who's going on the taco run? And there's two places you would go, Mr. Taco or um, Mario's Taco. What town did you grow up in? It's a little town called Lockhart, Texas. So the barbecue capital of the world. But uh, those are your two options. Mario's Tacos was this beat-up little trailer next to a gas station. And you could see and smell the grease coming out of that foil. But those tacos were like two pounds each. (laughs) And then Mr. Taco was kind of like the the Johnson County of tacos comparatively. And it wouldn't be as much, but the quality would be a little bit better. Uh, But breakfast tacos, that was what we grew up on. In fact, Texas mastered breakfast tacos. Yeah. Um, An underrated, under-talked about, underutilized taco. The the home of the breakfast tacos. (laughs) Do you have a favorite breakfast taco spot? By default, it was Mr. Taco. But it's hard growing up, you know, where we did, or at least where I did, barbecue and breakfast tacos, it was so common. It's not something I crave much anymore. But when you find a good one, you just hold on to it, and all those memories flood back. It's amazing what childhood and food comes together. It's quite great now living here in kc so we are the uh midwest taco capital i'd say what do you think of kc's taco scene any favorites oh, where have i gotten so ponchos is a we we love ponchos it helps that we're so close it's convenient it's always i mean it's consistent i'm trying to think of other Which places really, i've had like tacos now food and dining out is so expensive in general when you find consistent places no matter what it is you just do that. And they are like consistently open, consistently hot, get great food. It's very rare we have not great food there. I, I would be a spokesperson for ponchos tomorrow. And people make fun of me for it, but I don't care. Do you hear that, ponchos? We have a spokesperson here for it's you. true. <laughs> and I live right by Taco Naco, which is like where everybody loves, and I still kind of prefer ponchos. This is not hate against Taco Naco. I'm just... Just because we don't endorse you doesn't mean we hate you. They haven't won me over (laughs) yet. I've eaten there about three or four times. I'm not quite there yet. And here's something to take the heat off a little bit. I think I've only had Jose Peppers 
one time. And people rave about that here. And that's, that was something. And I went, I think it was a happy hour before a game, and I didn't even get tacos. But that is, that's another one that I probably should explore. You're the taco mind. Where are your top locations? Well, Jose Peppers is a, just a suburban chain. I wouldn't say it's where you go to get top-notch tacos. It might be where you go to get, we don't, we don't talk about the B word here on the show, but you might, if you were a B person that liked to get <laughs> bees, you might go there to get a smothered cheese B word. Right. Fair. Or, or covered in red sauce B word, you know. You should probably insert a bleep into I that. I, we do. I think I'm going to say this to my editor, Matt, please bleep all those B words out. <laughs> bleep them out. And if, if, if you guys happen to stumble upon that word, we will bleep it yeah. out just okay, for the good. safety of our listeners right. today. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I guess you're just going to have to go through, listen to all the episodes of Taco the Town and, and see who we like so you yeah. can start to formulate more of a That's fair enough. taco calendar in your head. Fair enough. Do a little, do a little work for my food. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I respect that. Now, moving here to KC, what did you think of the town as opposed to where you grew up? What do you think of KC being a seven-year KC resident? I was amazed at the similarities between Texas and Kansas City. Uh, a lot of folks that we work with, Rob Collins, Lauren Halifax, I think Megan Dillard. They all from Texas? All Texas. Mark, really? Mark, Mark Alford. So when I first got to Fox 4, there was a handful of Texans there. And, and uh, one of the anchors at Fox 4 that had left and worked in Austin, he was from KC. So when I told him I was going to Fox 4, he goes, oh, tell people Dave Fralick says hello. I'm like, okay, sure. So that KC, Texas, at least through TV, a lot of people were familiar with uh, the cities that we had been to, grown up to. So they had some good recommendations for like Texas food and local food. Nice. So I think the transition was much easier because of that. But there's a lot of similarities, especially how kind people are. All right. Danielle, I got to know. So last time we, we had you on the show, we talked a lot of tacos and space news, <laughs> a lot of NASA and taco news. Anything new on the taco space front or even on the space front in general well space front in general is pretty much dominated by james webb right now james webb is like oh the telescope really, yes, is that what it is yeah a space telescope and it's taking pictures of things we could only dream of we're learning things about the universe we're confirming einstein's theories you know it's crazy but as far as tacos go we are learning how to cultivate vegetables on the moon and mars and one of the vegetables that they cultivated were hot peppers. So we're like on the way. On the, on the space station, right? Yeah. And, and the meat and everything else, they can freeze dry. And they basically freeze dry it into similar to like those applesauce packets. And you plug it into this thing on the wall and it puts hot water in the packet. You swish it around and you've got taco meat. So to speak, sort of. <laughs> it would feel like a real <laughs> mistake to have spice, bad spicy food in space. You don't know how it's going to affect you. I hope I have a second suit ready because <laughs> this is running through me. Well, you know, you just keep a journal. You have to tell them, like, hey, I can't eat this anymore. I'm lactose intolerant, but set up more mozzarella yeah. sticks. What if, what if we find out that space is just not conducive to tacos? Then what we're if we're not going there. Yeah. Which is going to end the exploration, NASA right? canceled. Space right. Force canceled. We'll just blow the moon up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who would have thought the palate of the taco would not translate to space? Yeah. <laughs> That's not something we can barter well, with aliens I, with. I think the, the, the component that they liked about it was that it's multiple components stacked in one thing to see if it if the lack of gravity will, you know, it's a funny picture. It's kind of a funny visual. So I think that's part of it. But, I mean, really, like, 
if you think about it, it, tacos can have so many different ingredients and so many things you can source that I think it's one of the most variable. It's kind of like pizza, too, where you can have that in space and it would be somewhat comforting, maybe. I don't know. Because there's only so much, like, beef stroganoff and mushy pasta that you can eat. This t- this podcast was almost beef stroganoff of the town. Oh, was it? Yeah. But I it's just... That would have been, like, one season yeah. and you're done. Yeah. yeah one maybe. episode, maybe. <laughs> and you're just reviewing Hamburger Helper. Right. And or then crying afterwards. Just traveling around to different old ladies' houses yes. and having, having them, them serve me it. beef stroganoff. Grandma yeah. Pearl, tell me, what seasoning <laughs> did you add this time? Now, I've been seeing a lot of pictures of Mars. Yeah. And they're finding these little rocks or formations on Mars that look similar to stuff we'd find here on Earth, yeah. like statues of bodies, maybe like engines, and then like taco-shaped things on Mars. Oh, I'm sure. Is there any any truth to any of those images, <laughs> or are they all created? Are those all, like, fake news? Some of them are, and some of them are were originally real, and they had shadows, and then people kind of manipulated them to look more. Right. But, I mean, some things, like, where they, they showed that it was, like, a cave uh, that people thought there was a door there, but it was really just kind of how the wind blew and how it took this picture. But, you know... The big theory, growing theory, is that Mars was once like Earth. You know, it had water and trees and probably like microscopic life, and something happened to it because of its uh, lack of atmosphere and a couple of, and its magnetic field. Something crashed into it and just decimated everything. And now it is what it is. So the more we're there, we could probably learn about that. So you're saying, what I'm getting from this is that you're saying at some point there was an advanced taco culture. Yeah. On Mars, yeah. and that is what they're finding underneath the rubble of yes. after a it's, right. ca- cataclysm. As they dig out, as the rover digs away, they see like taqueria signs. Can you imagine open seeing 24/7 a, sign, a taco neon. bell <laughs> yeah. on Mars? Yeah. And they were the reason that Mars... <laughs> uh, destroying your stomachs dirty. like we did this planet. Yeah, <laughs> Come back exactly. next week. Exactly. Maybe that's how we got the knowledge. Right. To, via asteroid or something. Yeah. Or yeah. to create tacos here on Earth. Sure. Is, it comes yeah. from a different planet. You know? It's entirely possible. It's entirely. Yeah. yeah. It could be. It we could, could say be. it's fact. Probably. Yeah. Here. Only exclusively here on this yeah. podcast. Taco facts. Yep. Taco and space facts. <laughs> so we're here at the brand new Barrio Taqueria. Used to be Soul Cantina. Did you ever come here when it was Soul Cantina? I think w- at least once. So on Fridays, some folks from work would get together, have almost like a brunch, lunch, celebratory, hey, we made it through the week without killing each other moment. And I'm fairly certain we met here once. But everything's changing. If you've driven down here in the last six months and haven't yeah. had an orange cone, I think you're the minority. Remember when there was that hole right there Good in the Lord. street right there? Yes. <laughs> I almost fell into that hole like five times. <laughs> like Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec. Oh, in the- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the landscape has changed so much and it's hard to keep track of what's what. And it's like, yeah, I've been here, I think. Um, do you? Because if you don't know directions, you use landmarks. Most of those landmarks feel like they're gone now. Yeah. Remember that big hole that three people fell in? <laughs> what's well, gone? Four stores left. <laughs> That's where we're meeting. So, yeah, the the bar here, so when it was Soul Cantina, the bar was in the center of this downstairs. I feel like the bar is a lot bigger. Oh, I guess it used to be all the way around. So it was like a four-sided bar in the middle of the room. 
Uh, I've been to some pretty wild parties here. I think on one Cinco de Mayo they had to shut this place down because it got too packed. Oh, I it feels like that. Kansas City. And there City. were too many fights going on. I so that. Yeah. yeah. Fighting over some good tacos. Now, how do you feel about change when it comes to the aesthetic? This Is it the restaurant or the food that brings you back? Well, I'd say, um, you know, I like the new style. I like this. I like the change they did in here. I think they did a good job of revamping this place because Soul Cantina was looking kind of sparse toward the end. It looked like a place where you get into a brawl on Cinco de Mayo. So, And the upstairs here looks amazing. We can't go up there today because uh, it just rained like buckets. So they, the upstairs is closed. But at least we have condensation. Yeah, I was going to say, it's dripping out <laughs> of that pipe on me. I just saw one That's why I was covering drip. the equipment. with Because, there, yeah, there's a little condensation coming out of that pipe. Tower Taverns across the street. You ever go to Tower Tavern? Yeah, I've been to Tower Tavern. That was another destination for some I was going to say, isn't that a place where TV folks hang out after work? From time to time. Because yeah. it is just up the hill right but with so many different faces and schedules now it's hard to keep track of who's doing what right. i think i walked into the building after 11 o'clock one day recently and i'm like who are you people because <laughs> you said danielle was here with last 2019 yeah you know when before pre-pandemic before our lives changed forever now we had a year of masks or two years of masks a lot of shuffling i go in, i'm like i don't even know who these people are right their faces don't you match just recognize their, voice their eyes you know? or name on an email thread like oh so you're the one <laughs> it's you <laughs> i was gonna say how so you work mornings mm -hmm. how many times have you done an upfront is that what they're called what, what is it called when you or when you uh when you do like a Anchoring. report a report from a oh a, parking lot a live shot yeah how often did you do a live have you done a live shot in the arrowhead parking lot oh my is goodness. that like once a week twice a week <laughs> during football season <laughs> we live there i think at least two days a week guaranteed a friday and depending on how the chiefs do a monday or a tuesday there was a stretch there where if they lost everyone at the station pretend the game never happened <laughs> Right. So it's like, yeah, we're not going to talk about the Chiefs on Monday. We're going to do, well, we do it when they win, just not when they lose. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we have a little, our, we should have our little name on a placard out there, but that's going to take some more work, I think. What would you say is the most exciting or the most eventful live shot you've ever done on Fox 4? Is there one that stands Ooh. out? There's a couple. I know there's one I've seen multiple times that's not me in it, but it's John Pepitone during a Lollapalooza live shot. <laughs> And, and if you if you know Pepitone, or if you don't, Google this person. And actually, you can Google, probably Google this video. This, this it's video. phenomenal. I used to when I I'd see John Pepitone all the time doing those live shots on the street, mm -hmm. and I would always just yell out the window, "Pepitone rules!" And he would like, <laughs> and yes, he'd give me a signal John back. Pep, let me state it clearly for the record: John Pepitone is that dude. Yeah, yeah. he is most masculine man probably ever. Phenomenal. I, I worked with him my first two days at Fox Four. I shadowed him. And I never forget. I never forgot the advice he gave me, but I also never forgot how he used to sign off of his live shots with that 26-second John Pepitone working for you tag out. <laughs> Bless his heart. It drove managers crazy. But Pepitone is that guy. So well, and he retired, right? Or he's going to retire. I don't know if we can talk about oh, that okay. on this podcast. He's not in the business anymore. Oh, okay. I think he selectively walked away. Oh, okay. By his Eventually. But, he um, just dropped his mic and just started wandering yeah, into a field. Yeah. It was very much like the end of Field of Dreams. <laughs> okay. He walked into, he walked the, into the corn. <laughs> I was thinking like office space. And he just smashed the camera. But beer I drinker, yes, I am. Rumor. Look for that. Lollapalooza John Pepitone yeah. live shot. Okay. It was great. <laughs> 
For me, it was during KU March Madness down at Power and Light, my first year. And I didn't realize how much people love KU, especially during the Big 12 tournament and March Madness. I had one drunk lady in the middle of my live shot scream in my face. Just, <laughs> woo! And I remember, we're live on TV. I look her dead in the eyes, responded to her nicely, and then turned back to the camera and continued on. But that environment of madness, I hadn't ever experienced before in TV. So that really kind of set the tone for what covering sports in Kansas City would be like. Did you do any of uh, the Chiefs celebrations, I guess, while well, you were... Super did they ever put you on the night night broadcast, or are you always so in the morning? I've stayed on mornings for Chiefs coverage, and I think most of the time we say, thank God. Because <laughs> I've been in the parking lot for a few games. With a camera on, you're just asking for... Yeah. I don't think that's the part of Chiefs Kingdom we want to see no. on TV too regularly. <laughs> or at least try to interact with, hey, please speak clearly without swearing into this camera on live TV. <laughs> it's a risk we don't take. Now, today... As I mentioned, it's we just got rained on this morning. And the other day, we had a major storm here. It kind of came out of nowhere. Half the city is without power right now. Is it is power still out for you guys? You mentioned you were without power, right? Well, so we're in, uh, yeah, we're in Johnson County, and the area where we're at is completely decimated. Um, I'd say about 20% of the houses have trees on them or in them at this point cars totaled, branches. Luckily, it seems to be a lot of people came out the next morning and helped everybody clear the roads because you literally couldn't leave the neighborhoods and lines were down. Yeah. He still doesn't have internet. If that's I the worst power. I got, we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, my yeah, AC works, power. everything's fine. I just don't have internet. Yeah, you got so many friends posting this morning that they're still out of power. Yeah. I mean, it's there were there was so much debris still on the road today from the storm two days ago. I mean, it's crazy. Some people were talking about, you know, you wake up early on a Saturday or Sunday morning and hear someone with a lawnmower, you want to throw a brick at them? <laughs> yeah. Well, this Saturday and Sunday, it's been uh, chainsaws. Chainsaws. <laughs> Everybody. I was like, I didn't know how many people owned and chainsaws. You, and you've seen people going to their neighbor's mm -hmm. house and help. So with Kansas City, and this has been since I've moved here and probably one of the most heartwarming parts of they're always working with each other. Yep. Uh, when it comes to charity, when it comes to something, hey, let's pool our money for this event or that, or for this person if something tragic happened, Kansas City always steps up. So if anything, the storms you've shown, which neighbors you should bring some baked cookies to and which others you should leave burning <laughs> bags of dog poop in their front door. Yeah, it's, it feels like if you had a neighbor with a chainsaw, they came over and took care of you, like, and it, they... They took care of that branch sticking through the your... The only time I want a neighbor coming over my house <laughs> with a yeah, chainsaw. Yeah, really. For real. For real. The good, the good chainsaw neighbors. <laughs> so, we're going to eat some tacos here at Barrio Taqueria. But first, I got to check the taco news stories of the week. You want to check the taco ticker with me? Yeah. Oh, let's do, do, right. do it. I'm sure you've covered some of these already, Marcus. Um, you might be breaking news for okay. me, and I'm ready for we'll, it. We'll find out. Here we go. <laughs> This isn't necessarily, uh, sometimes we like to just do food news or fast food news here on the show. Have you heard about these insane burgers that Burger King is coming out with? Oh, talk to me about the or house the cheese? of the Burger or King. Or what is it? Yeah. It's new. You must have seen the picture. It's been it's circulating like cheese, for a couple cheese, days cheese, now. Cheese. Yeah. It's like India or something is doing just cheese. Thailand. Oh, Thailand. There you go. Oh, yeah, uh, India wouldn't eat cheese. So Burger King's Thailand uh, location or franchises are serving a new cheeseburger that has 20 slices of cheese and no meat. 
On July 9th, Burger King Thailand announced its new menu item, the Real Cheese Burger. Instead of meat, the burger has 20 slices of American cheese placed cocktail napkin style in a pile between two buns. I've seen it. I thought it was Photoshop. And the cheese is not melted either. Hey, and it, but it, listen to this, it's a deal. It only costs $3.13. 13 well, it's great if you're having a runny bum. You know what? I'm gonna hold this. Let me get, a, let me get the triple cheese <laughs> Thailand Burger King burger, oh, please. The, the, and it, you know it's that craft single. Yeah. So it's like that. That's what it looks like in the pictures. peanut butter texture when you chew it because it's not melted. That is the message that we're sending what we are as a country to Thailand. That sounds like something we do. I know. Why does Thailand get to have this delicious burger? One TikToker said they tried it and it was pretty delicious. So I don't trust that. Imagine buying a block of cheese from (laughs) Hy-Vee. And just say, no, no, this is my burger. I want to see their face. Well, Brazil Burger King said, hold my beer, and announced that they are coming up with their own new burger in anticipation of the upcoming Barbie film. It's a limited time Barbie combo, which includes a pink burger with an incredibly smoky pink sauce and onions and the patty. And then it also comes with Ken's potatoes, which are just French fries. But I ask everyone to Google the uh, the, bar- the Brazil Barbie combo burger to see the pink sauce. I'm, I'm on it right um, now. Bring Marcus, you should Google the uh, Thailand Burger King burger. All just I can think just about, so you can see how amazing it looks. Um, all I can think about is the pink sauce lady from TikTok who made sauce in her kitchen. And started and then just shipping it out to it people. Out to people <laughs> not preserved with like raw milk in it and stuff, and was like surprised when it was exploding in people's mailboxes and just rancid. And then she got a deal from a sauce company, yep. and it's at Walmart. I saw it the other day. Really? I was like, you ignore every law ever, make people sick, and they just give you a check for it. Yeah. What she a blew world. up on social media. Oh, Speaking this... of blowing up, I don't know how I feel about this real cheeseburger. You think that looks tasty? Is that the pink sauce? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That looks like something that would have been on Good Burger served at Mondo Burger. Totally. This is something that Kel Mitchell would have fought <laughs> to make sure never touched the lips well, of the customers across. Well, didn't he come up with the secret sauce? In... But it was orange. Okay. You yeah, know, true Nickelodeon fetch, yeah. classic Nickelodeon fashion. But this real cheese, I hope they don't think this is going to say, make us give up meat in our burgers. It's so nice. It kind of looks like something they'd have at Ar- Arby's, doesn't it? Kind of. <laughs> this on- oh, don't say anything bad about Arby's. She's an Arby's fan. I love Arby's, but it does. I don't know. Of- Thai food is so great, and they have access to-, to so many great flavors and spices and, like, street food. It's very strange. It that just they're- seems in 30 pieces of... Ch- I don't know, man. I don't know. It can't be you don't need meat. Just eat this cheesy cheeseburger. And sometimes I wonder. You can't call that a burger. If some of this stuff is just like so that people will buy it to post it online, right. not necessarily because it's good or because it's like a fun, you know, because it it's like, oh no, this is uh, visually so different that we know they're going to post it and everybody's going to want to do. Mukbang. Exactly. On, they're know. just trying to get the uh, the social media hits, yeah. the follows. It's so, yeah. it's that so do we blame thing. Zuckerberg for this one, or do we Probably. pick someone else? I blame Zuckerberg. Yeah. I think it's well, a is it be, be careful throwing accusations now. He'll get you in the cage and make you tap pretty quick, <laughs> unless that picture's Photoshop. This one's actually taco-related here in the taco ticker. This next news story, International House of Pancakes, IHOP. 
has announced they are now serving pancake tacos. I saw these. That's right. Pancake tacos have arrived, not for a long time, but for a fun time at IHOP. You can now get the fresh strawberry cheesecake taco, the caramel banana taco, the bacon, egg, and cheese taco, or the country chicken, oh, the country chicken and gravy taco, all made with a pancake shell, I guess. Each $6 order consists of three tacos made with a silver silver dollar pancake with the option to add meats, eggs, and hash browns to the taco. Now that is an elite breakfast taco. It's just Doesn't that sound good? I saw the picture and it's just like they took the pancake and went hold to make taco. Yeah, fold it up. Like this. Yeah. It's brilliant marketing. Like I think it's brilliant. I always get their specials cuz IHOP is another consistent place like I know I feel like I'm flour tortilla, corn tortilla. Put that away, sir. <laughs> I want a pancake tortilla now. They look really good, oh, the pictures. I'm, in on, uh, I'm, I'm definitely all months. in on that. Even though I've been talking about IHOP for ages, I've hadn't walked in one in quite some time. So this might get me back in the door. Mm. I went to an IHOP, I think it was in December, and I just, because I was feeling like I wanted like a slice of pie or something, and then they were like, we don't serve pie here. I was like, what? Don't you serve pie at an IHOP? And they're like, nope, no pies. Just pancakes. It, but it looks like a diner that right. would serve pie. Exactly, yeah. Looks can be you deceiving. You think they have something. I thought the P stood for pies, I oh, guess. No, it it, uh, I, uh, now, oh, you just got hit with some condensation, oh, some didn't condensation. you? <laughs> that was the taco gods coming down and spiking <laughs> Like, how dare him. you go to IHOP and order a pie? So, Denny's. I know we're speaking of breakfast places. They have tacos. But I... I've, the last time I walked into a Denny's, I was on my first TV job. It was two in the morning, and we used to stay late, work late. I mean, we we're 21 years old, and it was cheap, so we would go. We stayed at this Denny's for an hour and a half. We didn't get our food until an hour and 20 minutes in, and the lady that sat us down disappeared for 40 minutes and came back and said, "Oh, I'm sorry, no one told me you were here." Lady, you <laughs> sat us down. I've never walked back into a Denny's since, I and I refuse to. Feels like all laws are are canceled after like 1 p.m. at a Denny's until yeah. the morning it's time. Like it's in San Angelo, Texas, of course. Yeah. Now they had tacos that had mozzarella sticks in them. Whoa, at a Denny's. They were three dollars, and they stacked like two or three mozzarella sticks in the taco and put something else in them. This is like 2007 or eight. I used to go there after work all the time. Whoa. Too much. Some may say too much. Not good? I didn't eat them. Oh, yeah. I've got lactose issues. Okay. So I try to stay away from some of that stuff, but. Now I'm taking her to Thailand to try a new burger. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's not real cheese, it's fine. It's cheese-like products, that's what they say. Oh, really? Yeah, I would guess, right? The, the, the cheese the, the in the Thailand, Thailand burger, cheese? it's like the... Because, yeah. you know, the packaged singles are cheese-like product. They're not actually cheese. They're vegetable oil. Whoa. Did you not know that? Science. It's blowing my mind. If you, if, next time you're in the store, go look at the pack, and it says this is a cheese-like product. Is that kind of like how the Fireball, the mini Fireball bottles at the gas station aren't yes. really liquor? They're yes. just like a cinnamony... Right. Liquid. Exactly. Exactly. Very similar. You got to read the fine print. You got to. But they, they created it to melt better, more consistently at like fast food or and, and to be cheaper than cheese. But it is not. It's vegetable oil and something Going else. into the grocery store with her, 
and seeing some of the sham marketing that she points out <laughs> is an experience within itself. That's so annoying. Yesterday we were walking in the water aisle and she found some hydration packets. And for the sake of your podcast, I'm not going to name what they were. And she picked them up and she looked at me. She goes, this is such a scam. $25 for electrolytes? This is nothing more. And then she inserts science language that I don't understand. But I nod like I do. So, yeah, if I'm telling you. That shopping is fun. This is the only person I've ever wanted to go to the grocery store with because I'll learn something. We could do a whole episode of you just pointing out. Yeah. We could walk through the grocery First store with you. First episode, Beef Stroganoff. <laughs> beef the, Stroganoff of the town. Yeah. So we just go to the grocery store and you point we out all the scams. And I just think we'll have to get the same and just eat it in different places because right. I don't know that there's a variance of. There could be. We'll look at. Yeah. We'll figure we'll it out. Man, it feels really good in here now. They opened up. They have these big old garage doors, windows that oh, they nice. open up. It feels a lot better in here. It's circulating a little better in here, it would you say? a little stuffy yeah. for a minute. I Very think it'll much. stop the condensation. Yeah. Got to look out for that. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. Time for tacos, baby. <laughs> Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail is back like it never left. The KCK Taco Trail is a mapped out trail of nearly 60 local taquerias, and it's launching just in time for summer 2023. Within the last decade, the KCK taco scene has exploded with taquerias all over town, making Kansas City, Kansas the go-to destination for KC tacos. Or as we like to call it here on T3, the Taco Center of the Galaxy. To participate, taco enthusiasts can visit kcktacotrail.com sign up for the KCK Taco Trail. The trail will not only map out where to find all kinds of tacos, but also give diners the chance to win prizes. You can unlock prizes by eating tacos and checking in at restaurants. Here's how it works. Step one, you get your mobile exclusive passport. Step two, you receive a text. Step three, redeem. When visiting a participating business, you simply open up your pass and check in to earn points. Points earn prizes such as t-shirts, tortilla warmers, decals, and more. The KCK Taco Trail is ongoing. However, participants have until April 15th, 2024 to complete the trail and win the prizes. To view a full list of nearly 60 restaurants on the KCK Taco Trail, visit kcktacotrail.com. Hit the trail and begin to fulfill your taco destiny today. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. Mm. All right, this is the time of the show called Town of the Taco, where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics, and I will have each of you pull a topic and we will discuss. Marcus, you want to go first? Let's go ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. Chivalry's not dead just yet. I was going to say for first time, but uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, it says favorite Casey guilty pleasure. Favorite Casey guilty pleasure. Okay, we can open this up to both of you. Uh, got one on top of your... Uh... I mean, my ponchos is pretty... Ponchos. Because <laughs> I feel guilty every time I talk about it because I get judged heavily. For what reason? I'm not sure. Well, the best part is her reaction when I suggest ponchos. It's almost like time freezes and she like turns in slow motion <laughs> and her eyes get wide and she's like... Yes. <laughs> Has there ever been a time you've turned down ponchos? Once. I think once. I think it was recently. Because mm -hmm. I was full, not because I didn't okay. want ponchos. Kansas City guilty pleasure. I mean, I would say sushi. It's not a guilty pleasure, but I could overeat sushi. 
So I would, yeah, I would probably say sushi uni because I would go to town on that at any point. So do you have a favorite sushi spot? Sushi uni yeah. off of 87th Street is apps. I know this is a taco show, but sushi uni. If there was a like a sushi B word, yeah, I've had one of those. A sushi taco could be done. Oh, it could be. And I say we explore that. Did you ever go point. to the Komototo Sushi B-Word place in Overland Park? Before we, clo- did, we before literally it closed, went the day yeah. before it closed. We didn't know it was closing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we did that on the show, and uh, we had the tacos, the sushi tacos, and they were good. They I were mean, good. it was did not taste like a taco, but it was whatever it was, <laughs> it was great. Now, is it referring to just the folds? Like, you know, the old hot dog like is a the sandwich? Right. Situation. I think you just could just hear the water drop hit the mic there. <laughs> we have some major. Fine, we'll talk about tacos. I'm sorry. Condensation uh, hitting us. God, make it stop. But yeah, guilty pleasure. We stay fairly consistent, but yeah, it probably have to be Mexican or like sushi. Not- it doesn't even have to be food wise. Like, yeah. is there something else in town? This is the thing. We are hermits. I think both of us like socialize so much in our professional lives that when it comes to the weekends. We'll do things here and there, like a birthday party or whatever, and then we just kind of like disconnect and we have a giant beanbag and we will be on that beanbag from Friday at four till Sunday at six. How giant is this beanbag? So I'm not a small guy. (laughs) Sam's Club, when I was getting new, I guess, furniture, so to speak, I saw this big, I think it's a five foot beanbag. It's massive. So when her daughter comes over, it turns into a trampoline for her. And she's bouncing off the walls, jumping on that thing. But I think it's almost time for a new beanbag. Yeah. It's starting to get... Seen a lot of wear and tear. It just has. I think a lot of weight. It's our spot. Yeah, it's just our spot. I just think, like, too, as as I get older, you know, we do you do the Kansas City stuff. And it can be really hard. I mean, especially parking and all the construction. It can be kind of hard to go out. So... So and it's expensive. So maybe that's the guilty pleasure. Yeah. Disconnecting. Right. Yeah. And eating that's sushi or ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the same night. Now, what do you think of this new parking thing that's where it's going to cost money to park pretty much every social place so in, I was on in Kansas City? story, and I kid you not, the reaction from the first gal we saw. So we were down at City Market talking about the changes. If you're trying to draw people downtown, you would think the last thing you would do is charge them to park. This poor gal's carrying, she must have been working at one of the nearby stores. She's had bags of batter and this and that. She's like, hey, what are you guys doing here today? And we tell her, and she looked us dead in the eyes, and like you could see her soul leave her body, and she was just like, fuck, (laughs) and walked away. That's how that was her initial reaction to knowing that she'd have to pay for parking, because it's already a fight, it's already a struggle. And you can, from a to a degree, understand what the city's coming from, but this idea that maybe we're just to the point where we're just old enough, we don't want to be in crowds, let alone paying for parking when we're paying so much for everything else. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to have to Uber everywhere if you don't want to pay to park, right? I mean, you're going to have to pay to park. That, and then you're paying the surcharge on an Uber, so it's well, like, pick, pick your poison. I guess you're right. <laughs> the beanbag. I'll sit on my beanbag. Yeah, and watch really. TV. But we we're really lucky to be able to go and do a lot of different things because of his job. You know, things he covers. If they'll you know let him come and give tickets or whatever. So we do that from time to time. Well, let me have you pull a a topic, Marcus. New topic. Let's see where we're at. Favorite Jonah Hill movie? No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Best place to see a concert or a show in Kansas City. That's a good oh. one. Oh wow. We've been to a few. 
What's your favorite, I guess your favorite live music venue in KC? Ooh. Some of the smaller ones, like the, the concept of going to Arrowhead in that madness, like the Taylor Swift. Listen, I love that people love that. I, I, I say let people love stuff. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't go anywhere near. In fact, we were driving home from somewhere and we completely avoided the stadium just in case. Now, this is like, the first episode post-Taylor Swift weekend oh, here in Kansas City. Yeah. What what are your reactions to that weekend? I mean, that was insane. He, he did the live shots. You did the live shots? shots? I'm glad we survived. Yeah. The barely. Swifties don't bite hard. No. Um, I was there for that Thursday merch drop. And to see the lines of people there early the day before concert. Because her whole thing her is, she, yeah, she puts her merch out on, it's not even available at the concert, right? It's just available that Thursday before the show. It's available to everyone that doesn't have a ticket because come show oh. day, you can only get on the site okay. if you have a ticket to the show. It's a genius marketing. But when I saw a $75 hoodie, that's I, crazy. Huh? You got to have Bieber fever to spend $75 <laughs> on a hoodie. I mean, maybe for Duran Duran, you know, maybe. Or Wham, or even. Or tacos in general. Or just, yeah, like just something. Or tacos and tequila. That Talk about a venue. Oh, the we Legends Field. Oh, yeah. How was you. that? Did you guys go this year? No, you been? We went the first year. That was one of our first When Ludacris was the headliner. And there was a moment. First date? One of our first dates. Whoa. There was a moment where Petey Pablo came out in um, Walmart, a Walmart hoodie, which nothing wrong with Walmart hoodie. I'm just painting the picture. He had on like fishing shorts and he got so tired during his first song that he couldn't breathe. So he sat on the speaker and said, let me take a break real quick. And he couldn't get up. I have it on. I was, but we like said, cause we left early because our backs and our, and That's when you know hurting. you're over 30 and you yeah. see this like, hey, two more songs eluded and we out of here. Yeah, we couldn't make it. I will say our favorite live, this has to do with our favorite live venue, our favorite live activity. We go to wrestling when it's Wrestling's in town. A good time. We do WWE and AEW anytime it's in town. At uh, T-Mobile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but to answer the question, it's yeah. sentimental. This is going to surprise you. Starlight is the best oh, place to see a concert. It's a beautiful place. It really is. Um... Our first, we saw the illusionists at Starlight for our first date, and we knew we were going to be in it for a while, at least as a couple, because when they went to do the national anthem at an illusionists show, we none, looked none at of each other, and no we're American like, sentiment. It was why weird. are we doing this? Is there a first pitch we're unaware of? Yeah. And everybody was so confused, and it was hot, but it still... thought it was a rib. It wasn't. No. They were doing the national anthem for a... Yeah, and I think the they played show. America the Beautiful after it. It, it was very excessive, Amer was excessively American. Now, these are just magicians? Yes. None of them are American either. Oh, okay. So. Well, one was English. One was, there was a mix. It was a mixed bag. Anyway, I say Starlight by default because that was my first time ever at Starlight for a show, and it was on our first oh. date. So I'll say Starlight. I Beautiful place, yeah. Who did I see there? I saw like Ario Speedwagon Ooh, there. The or tacos something. have arrived. Oh my gosh. Perfect timing. Tacos are here. I think it's time to put these tacos to the test. Let's do it. All right, what did everyone order? Yeah, what did we get? We got the birria taco, uh, the camarones, the shrimp taco, and the fried avocado taco. Oh, I've had I've had the fried avocado. Did like an Earthland yeah. and Sea situation. Oh, nice. Yeah. What'd you get? I got a carnitas, I got a birria, and I got a carne asada. Mm. Now, what are your first thoughts on that birria? Pretty good? That hit. 
Yeah. The only thing I would say is the, um, oh, what do they call this? More beef sauce. More, yeah, well, more the consomme. The, conta- the consomme, exactly. The, the container's too small. So you have to like bite your taco down to get it, but exactly. it's still really good. Yeah, I was gonna say need need more of it for sure. You know I, I love to just drench my my yeah. fried shell, uh, juicy meat. That's a win win right there. Mm-hmm. Now you're biting into one that's quite cheesy. Which one you got? That was the birria. Yeah, it was great. I like that. That is the the in the hottest taco right, right now. I'd say. That's why I got it. Yeah, very trendy. It's hard to find places that do um, BDA. And they're hard to do takeout, too, because, you know, they kind of sit. And, but you, you have to get it, get to it really quick. Yeah. Can't let it get cold. They tend to fall apart if you mm-hmm. wait too long, so. I like that. That's really good. Oh, there's pickled onions. Mmm. I love a pickled onion. So far, that matches the new aesthetic. Right, that's a winner there. I'm gonna add that in a second. These chips, I don't know what it is about them. Maybe it's just the chips generally. Their seasoning, the seasoning is really good. Burning through these bad boys. Well, and I think chips are such an important like side item when you go physically go eat tacos. If they're like, you will never forget when you have cold unseasoned chips. Like it's that thing that you just like sticks in your head. If you get takeout, you can kind of fix it, but not when you're, you know. I've always said the Barrio, at all the Barrio KC locations, their chips are are always on top, always top notch. So I even like, so they've got two salsas too. They got the smokier tomatillo, Mm -hmm. and then they have the like regular salsa, and they're Mm -hmm. both great. Variety is the spice of life. Try that. You messed up that shrimp one, sweetie. Now we're having the shrimp. It's good. There's like a. the like Oaxaca cheese or the fresh cheese. It's cold, but it's fine. Oh, it's perfect. But I think it's intentional. That's a refreshing taco mm-hmm. of the shrimp. It looks refreshing. Mm-hmm. Now, we watch a lot of diners, drive-ins, and dives, and to see Guy Fieri do this on a regular basis for 20 some odd years, he makes it look easy. But unless you have kind of the palate or the tongue to understand how all the flavors are mixing and matching. It's really hard to describe. <laughs> but there was a a coolness with, I guess, what is on that? Um, almost uh, like a um, coleslaw. It has a coleslaw oh, yeah, cool. It's got that okay, cold, yeah. Yeah. Fresh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of that sense, yeah. Shrimp, like shrimp tacos can be hit or miss, especially depending on how they do the shrimp. But considering we went from fried and greasy to that... That's, that's a nice. Yeah, that's nice. And what are your thoughts on the big jalapeno chunks they give you? At least they're visible because I was put, they give you the choice. Oops, I'm right. going to put one. We have one last bite of the shrimp. I'm going to put the jalapeno in it and I'm going to eat it. Yeah, she's the she's more spicy than I am. That's why I wouldn't do good on space with space tacos. Oh, that's nice, but I could I can see why they leave it out. A little it's, too um, too much, a little too spicy with the jalapeno. That's a big chunk of jalapeno. Oh yeah, they're they're thick chunks. I think that yeah, because it's kind of like you have the option of making it a little more spicy. It's fine. I'd say they could just put it on the side, but it's it's a nice visual when you get it. Oh man, what was taco Good. number two? This you're diving in? this carne asada is amazing because it has a little bit of guacamole inside it too. We talked about this last time about how. You gauge tacos because sometimes the meat's too dry. And there's like so many different variables, I guess, in the kitchen. But that's for me how I judge a a good taco or not. 
it's just the meat and if it's overcooked, like sometimes with chicken, they do the chunks instead of shreds and it's just so hard and dry. It just depends. This is good though. And the shrimp weren't overcooked because that happens a lot too. I could go for three more of these carne asada. Oh, this yeah. is a perfect taco. Delicious. So in Austin, talk about Tex-Mex, I mean the king, the capital of it, there were these fried chicken cones that were almost shaped, I mean, they kind of like tacos. Coleslaw, fried chicken, I don't even want to say tenders, but their fried avocado was so good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna compare this fried avocado to that because that is a unique flavor if you get it right, a fried avocado taco. But you gotta add meat, you just can't have that bite. Right. Is there, is there meat in your fried avocado? No. No. You'll have to, yeah, take a bite on that It's side. a big piece of avocado, too. Yes. And he likes avocados more than I do. They added a sauce with just enough kick to balance out because the avocado itself is an avocado. Right. It's like a, Another almost refreshing a taco. Ta- like a chipotle pepper type sauce. I remember that sauce being good. Yeah. Won't fill you up. Yeah. But if you ate six of them, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me try this carnitas. The tacos are a little bit smaller than I was thinking, but... It gives you room for the variety. Yeah. I feel like they might have shrunk their tacos because I feel like this place usually has pretty huge tacos. But this location, it seems like they're a lot smaller than they usually are. Maybe I'm confusing it with one of the other 90 taco places I've eaten in the last year. Considering your track record, I think you're okay to (laughs) not not be on point. But we're sharing tacos, so I don't think we're going to get full going half eat. No, you guys need to bring order some more to take home for sure. (laughs) We... This I'd was say, a good variety. I'd say these are the size of street tacos-ish. I'd say that's about right. what they are, which is good. That might be what we ordered. We yeah. might have ordered from the street taco menu. <laughs> so what was your favorite out of all three that you had? Ooh, the birria. Birria? Yeah. That consomme is just not... I just... And it's, you know, there's so many elements to birria tacos, and real birria takes so long to cook. Argentina... My family, my grandmother's Argentinian. I lived there in high school. I know we talked about it last time. And they don't have tacos, but they have similar ingredients in different forms. And that consomme, if you do it right, takes all day. And it's very specific. That's my one thing about the birria here. I wish they would have more more beef. And the the little container's kind of narrow. Right. So it's hard to... Or, or they need a smaller ramekin that's more shallow or something like that, maybe. Definitely. Yeah. The carnitas was good. I just wish the meat was a little bit um, crispier. I love a crispy carnitas. Oh, yeah. She's a little soft. Where the edges are crispy and the yeah. inside soft, that's now, the best carnitas. The key to restaurants, too, especially when it comes to niche foods like tacos, finding consistency in the kitchen because there can be, there's some days like we'll go to Poncho's and it'll be like, oh, Whoever's on point is here today because you can taste the difference if you mm-hmm. go enough. So finding, and that's hard for businesses now these days too, unless right. you want to work the one cook you have to death. Right. It's finding a group of people that can make the same quality food on different shifts. So I don't know. Maybe it's you catch them on a Friday and Sunday because they're good because your guy who's cooking is back there. I don't know, but yep. that was that was a good variety yeah, of tacos. I think so. Not not a big meal, but it would hit it would quench that kind of that sensation that you're wanting with a taco. What would you say overall? So 
five golden tacos being best, what would you give your experience here at, at the new uh, Barrio Taqueria? Yeah, four. Three and a half, four. I was going to go three, three and a half. Yeah, maybe three and a half. Because, I mean, out of five, that's pretty, you knock 20% each time. So it's the, the weight of the golden is heavy. So I'd say, yeah, three, three and a half. Consent, and can also, you, you've been getting condensated on, so I took <laughs> I off a half a star just for that, for yeah, the sake of your true. equipment. Just be careful when you sit under the air conditioning duct, because I'm getting dripped the on. The whole right. floor is soaked. It's ideal if it's in the summer and you really want some cooling, but, refreshing Yeah, maybe that's what it's neck. for. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. My favorite was the was the carne asada. I think I'm going to get a couple more of those. There's just got drenched again. I'm going to get a couple more of those to go. I'd highly recommend one of, you could try one oh, of the okay, carne sure. asadas. I'm going to go I'm going to go 3.9 out of 5 golden tacos. 3.9? Yeah. And the chips and salsa at, at the all the Barrio KC locations are great. Na- nailed that one. Yeah, really good. Great. Now here's a question. Since I would lean on you as the taco master. Yeah. Right. Sensei, the, if you The will. taco mind. Yeah. What elements are most important in a taco establishment in your opinion most important i like it i like a fast taco i love it when the taco like you don't have to sit and wait very long for the taco to arrive i like a hot taco i like i like a good ambiance but um usually it's just about the taco for me i could eat a taco in a place that's not doesn't have good ambiance you know it's all about the taco so if it's a if it comes out fast and it's delicious and it's hot and it's not too wet, not a good drippy taco. Oh, not, I hate that. Not a fan of that. But yeah, not not a cold taco. Hot, hot, fast tacos. Mm-hmm. It's as like you got trucks. smashed by some more water <laughs> exactly. coming down. I think I better just change. Isn't it seats? amazing? Yeah, you know that might be good. <laughs> what we would do as people, what we do do mm-hmm. to get food, like there was a, a few months back, Danielle and I were watching diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh. <laughs> and. All of a sudden, I had this urge to say, hey, do you want to drive to Iowa to try this barbecue, this restaurant? And she looked at me thinking I was joking and said, sure, let's do it. When we woke up the next day and I said, get dressed, we're going to Des Moines. <laughs> she, th- she goes, no, 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 this wasn't a night. No, we're doing this. So we drove three and a half hours one way to get barbecue. But really what, what made the trip was the dessert. And it was an apple... Apple pie inside a... Um, apple pie... Cru- actual apple pie inside a ball of crust that they cook. And then they dump ice apple cream. Apple dumpling. And they That's put what it this was. Uh, apple caramel sauce on it. What was the name of the place? What was the Crap. name of the place? If you look at Des Moines Barbecue Diner Shrivens, you'll find it. Because okay. I'm sure I, that It it's... escapes me now, but I do specifically remember mm-hmm. saying I would drive back just mm-hmm. to drink the apple dumpling sauce. Yeah. But that's what we, I mean, and we drove three and a half hours. We full, love Full food. to the gills. Yep. I don't think we needed to eat dinner that night. But no. Yeah, it doesn't matter really where the building, what it looks like, where it is. If the food is good, people right. will go. Which, Everything else is extra. It's all about And the we food. both lived in Texas at the same time. I didn't know him back then. And we actually both moved to Kansas City at the same time and didn't meet till way later. But 6th Street, like, uh, food truck tacos, for me, are probably my favorite because they're fast. It's, is this Austin? Yes. On 6th Street, yes. And any of them have always been great because, like you said, they're hot, they're fast, they're cheap, and they're just good. I mean, all, consistently. And... and you get it right off the grill. You don't have to wait. For me, that's my favorite, I think. 
I say. That's kind of how, so me and my brother used to do taco road trips in college. So we'd go find like out of the way taco joints and that's kind of how the show originated like 20 years before I started doing the show. So me and my brother would take taco road trips and go to like out of the way taco joints that we didn't have in Lawrence, Kansas. So, so we, we enjoyed these tacos. We're having an enjoyable time. There aren't too many reviews of this place online because it's brand new, but there is one review, and this is the segment of the show called Good and Bad Reviews, Red and Funny this. Voices. Marcus, do you want to read a good and bad review in a funny voice? Let's do it. <laughs> do you have a funny voice? I guess we're about to find out <laughs> if right. I do or not. Some would say my natural voice is funny. Here we go. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Now, this is a bad review, but she also has a nice review inside the bad review, so. I'm going to try an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. I will do my best. Have you watched his doc yet? I got through 10 minutes. I got to get back into (laughs) it, Yeah, it's good. My laundry list of shows I need to watch is growing by the day. Have you watched any of the American Gladiators documentary? It's on the queue. Oh, It's, it's ready to go. What did we just finish? Parks and Rec? Yeah, we did, we did like old school marathons. Oh, all the way through? We did The Office and then, and then Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah. But I think the lightness of Anyway, let me... Yeah. Arnold. Get it together. One. Okay. And anyway, her name's Naisha? Niasha. Niasha. She says the service sucked beyond... Well, <laughs> that was actually more of a John Travolta. <laughs> it missed the kata. It's like so weird. Uh... I guess we can try Christopher Walken while okay. we're at it, too. One of these three voices will okay. come through. The service sucked beyond words, honestly. A laughing, crying emoji. It was one server that had a great energy. A male with wavy hair. Ask for him. No name is given, by the way. Just ask for male with wavy hair. Winky face emoji. The food was good. But my meat, rice, and corn wasn't as hot as it should have been. I don't like that. Eye roll emoji. But the drink was good. I had two. And I was on my neck when I got home. Four out of ten stars. So we got all three of those. Oh, wow. Different artists. A little Arnold, a little Walken, a little Travolta. That's where, that's where my ADHD kicked in. I couldn't just pick one. But there's only the one review, like you said. Niasha has a... Uh, I think she liked the server more than she liked the service. I was trying to find the male with the wavy hair. Have you seen him? I only see women. Yeah. We'll have to keep looking. Well, he has curly hair. Hey, do you know Niasha? Yeah. Did you meet this woman? Because she ranked you four out of ten. Just for the record, Niasha, if you were trying to get his attention by leaving a bad review, that wasn't the best route to go. not the best. You should have just looked for his name on the receipt. Right. (laughs) That's like one of my favorite pastimes, reading Google reviews of random places. Oh, it's so great. I was so, yeah, it was so hard to find a review of this place because it's so new, so there haven't been very many left, so. But yeah, so what, you have any final review pointers for, for this new Barrio Taqueria location here in the Martini Corner? Is this still called Martini Corner or yeah, is it called? there was a sign. Is it called like so. Towers East? Or is that uh, a different whatever. place? It's like it's like changing Arrowhead's name. Like we're all gonna call it the same right. thing forever anyway. Right. And it's not disrespectful. It's just like when you grow up here and you're looking for points of reference. Like, can you still get a martini somewhere in Martini Corner? I would, I would assume so. Because what were the old places? The Velvet Dog, the Empire yeah. Room. That's when it was really well, Martini. There's a drop corner. bar. The drop. Yeah. There makes, we go. Set, like you would have a martini there. Okay. So that might still have martinis. Is that yeah. still open? The I drop. Or if you happen to fall well, into a big hole the chair, the right across the, the street, 
is ARC physical therapy. So right. if you need and rehab, they finally filled that, that hole. <laughs> yep. I would say I will give them props for adapting with the changing environment. Right. They've changed their interior to match the changes that are outside. Parking leaves something to be desired. Park, it's a little yep. tight. Parking's tight, yeah. Um, but like I, everywhere in Kansas City, yeah, pretty much. I would say if you just want some solid tacos, you want to try different flavors, it's a nice little environment. Come with your friends. Do some day drinking at the bar. Yeah. Go up on the patio. The patio looks great. I'm just bummed we couldn't do the show up there today, but yeah. if I would come back here and just hang yeah. out on the patio. This has more of a let's party vibe than a let's sit and enjoy ourselves. Right. There's a different environment. I think this is kind of on the Hey ho, guys! We're either about to go out or we're coming here to, ha- to get crazy. Yeah. So, what about like a Saturday Sunday brunch? You see that happening here? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so. this is one, this is one of many on the list of this is what we're bar hopping today. Okay, and this is a, on there. And they have a really smart menu. It's not super involved. Sometimes you go to especially Mexican restaurants, and it's like nine pages, seven items, and you don't know what to pick, and the pictures or you don't know what the pictures correspond to, or so then you just order the same thing you order everywhere else, and it's right. you know it's not like that. It's very simple, consistent. Hey, I think I see the dude with wavy hair yeah. right there. That's him. See, I don't know. I think that's, that's, that's curly or wavy. I would say, I would say if a I would woman say would curly. describe that as curly, not wavy. <laughs> okay. But she's she was upset, so. Okay. No. I'm mad he didn't give me his number without me asking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Diasha. All right. Well, uh, we really uh, we enjoy the tacos here. If you're in the neighborhood and having a hankering for some tasty tacos, be sure to stop on by the new Barrio Taqueria here in uh, Martini Corner. We'll be right back after these messages. This episode of Taco the Town is sponsored by Heath Injury Law. Heath Injury Law dedicates every day to advocating for people who have been injured due to someone else's conduct. Attorney Blake Keith, who along with his wife Sakina, are certified taco enthusiasts, and I have dined on tacos with them right here on Taco the Town, takes pride in being the voice for his clients in court and standing up to insurance companies and large corporations who have negligently taken away someone's health or loved one. The firm specializes in complex personal injury, wrongful death, trucking and commercial vehicle, medical malpractice, and sexual abuse cases. For more information, be sure to check out their website today at heathinjurylaw.com. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. So this is Taco Topics. This is the in-depth, innermost taco questionnaire. This is where I get your uh, in-depth taco feelings. Marcus, are you ready? See. Danielle, you want to answer these again? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. Question one out of 756. <laughs> What's the one thing you look for in a taco? What does every taco have to have in it or on it for it to be an enjoyable taco experience for Ooh, you? Okay. Initial, my gut reaction is size to price ratio. If I'm spending $6 on a taco, it better be as big as my arm. And six roughly. I mean... Or forearm, maybe. Forearm. forearm. Yeah. The, t- the cost of the taco has to match the size. And I think that's checks out. That's my number one. For me, it's meat. It's so meat dependent because if the meat is dry or if it's like the wrong texture, it's it ruins the entire thing. What'd I, you think of that beer and meat today? Pretty good, right? Yeah, it was yeah. great. There, I think there could have been more meat though. 
Like it was a little. That's sparing. what I was thinking for too. Like five yeah. bucks, it was a little skinny, a little there, flat. There yeah. should be more. Like yeah. it should be like kind of falling out when you're dipping it, right. and it wasn't. The cheese was good in that. Though. Yeah, it was lots great. of cheese. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? What do you prefer soft most? Soft shell. Depends on what the meat is. Because I like seafood. I think is better soft, and then corn pretty much is better everything else. So it's like kind of depends. Do you ever have that day where you're just like, I'm, I want to go eat. Four, four to five crunchy tacos. Forget about the soft tacos. Are Never. you all soft? I usually, no, I'll go soft tacos because we'll go hard on chips. Okay. So that is my crunchy shell experience. Well, ponchos, because we haven't talked about it enough. This they're, is really the ponchos episode? Yeah, really, <laughs> they're shredded. We could have been in the parking lot of ponchos. It would have been fine. The, um, their shredded beef tacos are crunchy, and right. I actually think that it works because the meat is more kind of wet. And I think it helps that not fall apart so much. Yeah. Okay. Hot or mild salsa? What are you going with? Or Mi- mild. Mild. Medium. What about a little bit of lime? You ever squirt a little bit of lime on your tacos? Yeah. I'm not a lime guy. Not a lime I feel guy. like if you have to add too much to the taco, That's true. you didn't do what you needed to do in the kitchen. That's true. It's okay. like with barbecue. For me, if you need sauce on your barbecue, yeah. you didn't season your meat right. That's true. Oh, wow. So in Texas, it's more of a dry rub. Right. You you want the flavor of the meat. You go to Chicago, you don't put ketchup on hot dog in Chicago. You don't drown barbecue sauce on your barbecue. Yeah. And you don't over-season with extra on your taco because the meat has to be taken care of beforehand. That's how yeah. I feel about that anyway. Yeah. Uh, pro cilantro or no cilantro? Pro. It depends. Mm-hmm. For the sake of the yes or no, I'll say no. Mm-hmm. I like it. You don't like cilantro on your street tacos? I think it takes away from the taco. It could be, it could add, but the wrong amount of cilantro can overwhelm the rest. It's like mint. Yes. Are you a soap person? Do you think cilantro tastes like soap? Is that why you don't like it? I wouldn't say soap, but it definitely has a a flavor that's Mm -hmm. very powerful on its own. Well, they say that people either have the gene or don't have the gene to where cilantro tastes like soap. I don't have it. I know because I tested it. Yeah, Marcus might have the gene. He might. I think it depends too. Like sometimes cilantro is really strong just in general, but I think also like it's a necessary component in a lot of sauces and especially seafood tacos. Like you just need it, I think. What are you drinking with your tacos? Are you uh, are you a margarita? Are you a uh, beer? What what are you what are you doing with your uh, drinking with your tacos? I'm not a drinker, okay. So I'll usually stick to water. So maybe that's why I'm more cognizant of the flavor of the meat because I don't have anything to wash it down with. Okay. It's not H2O. No, I'm margarita tequila person through and through. But I margaritas are hit and miss too because sometimes the mix is way too sweet. And it's like burns your throat sweet. I don't like that. Did you listen to our uh, top margarita margarita no, meltdown episode where we drank 12 margaritas in two hours? How was How'd that you drive make it home? Through? It was not a drive home. <laughs> <laughs> it was nap in the car, <laughs> then drive home. You should listen to that. We, we came to the determination of who has the best margarita in Kansas City. Did you so. end up having that multiple voices by the end of that show? <laughs> This was the best ever. Just interviewing random people in the restaurant? No, I had two, uh, two margarita experts on with me, and we, by the end of it, we were not making sense. I had to cut a lot out of the end of that episode. Now you see why in commercials they spit after each take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Favorite side dish with your tacos? Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, beans and rice. 
Ooh, beans and rice. Beans and rice if they're good. Okay. So at Poncho's. <laughs> but she's not kidding. <laughs> I'm not joking. What do they give you? Beans and rice? Yes, okay. if with the combo platters. Okay. You have to order. <laughs> you really do need to be Poncho's spokesperson. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I really hope one of them hears it and finds me online. After a hard day at NASA, and you can be taking off your, your lab coat, and you like put on like a Poncho's and then, t-shirt. And then you see me in a parking lot. It's got holes and right. dead birds in it. And <laughs> Eating Poncho's yeah. in your car in Just the parking lot. Just next to the dumpster. <laughs> I love yeah. Poncho's. F. Mary Kill. Okay. Salsa, queso, guac. Oh, I got it. Go. Okay, here we go. F, F salsa. No, Mary salsa, sorry. F, queso, kill guac. I'm killing queso. I'm marrying guac. And I'm giving salsa the business. <laughs> All right. There you go. I don't know. Just guacamole is hit and miss, too, because sometimes it's like sludge and doesn't you have said, flavor. Did you say kill queso or kill guac? Kill guac. Okay. See, guac is that... She's that Joko woman that you know you need to have a lot of money for <laughs> and you to take care of the right way. Because if you're, you're usually paying extra for guac, especially if you're going to Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, it's so, yeah, you got to have it's a mentality with guacamole. But when you get a good guac, That's oh, good. yeah. You got to get that guac fresh, though. Yep. They turn, they turn, turn quick. You can't, you can't let it turn I, I gray. I would not recommend the guac at Poncho's. Because it's it's a green sauce that's not really guacamole. But that's it. Please don't be mad. Does it look like one of those you get at Price Chopper that's in like the plastic case? But but thinner. Oh wow. Like a sauce almost. It's weird. Another hit or miss. That's why when you when you hit, it's that much more impressive. Right. That's true. But no one likes queso. I mean, I take that back. None of us pick queso for a reason. Yeah. You're an accent, you're not the main event. Step it down, queso. Right. Um, if you're not eating tacos. What are you eating? What if you're not eating ponchos? What are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Sushi. Sushi. Sushi's our go-to. But I'm a big salad person. Like sh- I make a, like spicy shredded chicken in my crock pot and do salads and things. My yeah. sisters will make fun of me. Salmon and broccoli. I eat on a fairly regular basis. So every time we call them, she goes, "What are you having for dinner tonight? Salmon or steak?" <laughs> Well, tonight it happens to be salmon. So sa- sushi's my number one, and then regularly steak and salmon yeah. will we'll, we'll be cooking. Yeah. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? We talked about you turning down ponchos once. Yeah. Would you ever turn down a taco if offered a taco? For free? No. It's situational. Yeah. Like if someone were to invite you on a podcast to right. eat tacos. Right. I, I think we jumped I, at that yeah. opportunity. My first thought was like, <laughs> I'm just walking in the street. And some random person comes out of nowhere. Which and happens to me, to me all it, the time. It, I bet it does. Uh, I may have to turn it down because okay. it's scary. No, that's that's an authentic street taco. Yeah. You don't want to miss those authentic I don't right. taco want, experiences. Whatever's in that, I don't want. Especially wanna. if it's out of a um, pouch, pouch. A fanny pack a of fanny some sort. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just hair attached to it. It's great. <laughs> Gets caught in the zipper. So I'll, never for, I'll never forget, and I don't know if kids should listen to this story, but we were leaving Austin. We were leaving a concert in the middle of Austin, and some very smelly homeless woman was offering everyone that could hear her her street taco. Oh, Lord. and I don't know if anyone took her up this on that be, offer. Oh, yeah. This will be on the. But I think I version. paid her to go away. <laughs> I did not want her taco. So answer our questions. No. No. <laughs> Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that if it's on a taco, you will not eat that taco. Usually if there's a deluxe in the name, mm-hmm. I'm already suspect. Oh, yeah. I- Try our so-and-so, so-and-so taco deluxe. Or like, Supreme. 
Supreme. It just doesn't have that. Okay. I think it sounds sexier than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And that's usually an indicator of Santa Good Taco. They usually on those put tons of sauces and queso with sour cream. And it's like mush. Are you into sour cream on a taco? I love, I go through like two sour creams a week because I love it so much. Oh. But a little. Just because it adds that little coolness. Right. I like spicy food, so it kind of weighs it out. But it's not necessary. I think like... What Taco Bell version is way too much. Big no-nos, too much cheese, too much oh, tomato. Yeah. Okay. I think some people put like, take a half bag of shredded cheese and throw it on top of a taco. It's like, no, no, we dressed it. No, you didn't. That's you why you don't me. like the Supreme yeah. tacos or yeah. the deluxe tacos. It's too yeah. much stuff. It's unnecessary. When you can't eat it. The whole point is to be able to pick it up and eat it. Right. When you need like a fork to eat most of it before you eat it, it's pointless. Then it becomes a taco salad. Yeah, and, yeah. but... Okay, this is the speed round. These are just yay or nay answers I need. These are different taco types. Okay. So these are just yay or nay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. No. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. No. Quesabiria tacos. Yay. Yes. Taco burgers. No. No. Taco dogs. Maybe. No. Dogs dress up like tacos. Absolutely. Yes. Breakfast tacos. Yes. Hell yeah. Walking tacos. Yes. Sure. Shrimp tacos. Yes. yes. Double decker tacos. No. no. Taquitos. Yeah. Yes. Taco soup. Yes. Mm, yes. Miniature tiny tacos. Yes. Absolutely. Like from 7 Eleven. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Choco tacos. Hell yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Naked chicken chalupas from Taco Bell. No. Never had them. <laughs> I have. It, too much, it was too fried. The shell was the chicken, right? Yeah. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco from yes. Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. That'd be delicious. Sounds good, right? Yeah. They don't have it anymore. Uh, Taco Bell. Oh, oh uh, Taco Bell nacho fries, yeah, your name. Yes. No. I never had them. Never had them. Very good. good. Taco Bell, all day or no way? No all way. Day. No way. She say like All day. All day. But I like their fresca menu before they kind of started cutting things out of So it. Danielle's pro Taco Bell. I just don't eat Taco Bell. The last time she and I went to a Taco Bell, it was a crazy winter storm. Ice everywhere, and she just so happened to be craving not ponchos, but Taco Bell. So we drove down the street in the ice. I was shocked that they were open, and we got, I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, sometimes you get there during ice storms, and they're closed. And that was the happiest, I think, one of the happiest I've ever seen her. She was just, like, (laughs) bouncing in the car with her little tacos. I walk out with my bag. What's your order? What'd you get? What's your go-to order? uh, I have insulin resistance problems, so I try to stay away from carbs if I can. I like their Power Bowl, but I get it without the guac sauce and the sour cream and all that stuff, and I just say put extra meat and lettuce in there. And then I'll do, um, if they would bring the shredded chicken back, I would be there all the time because I don't like the cubed chicken. Regular taco, Supreme taco, taco pizza, they're all good. Mexican pizza. You know, the Enchirito was back for a little bit. I saw that and I never got one. Yeah. I know. It's all the same thing, just in different shapes, but, you know, whatever. Okay, this is a big one. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get some tacos? Something that gets you really fired up? Ooh. Right right now, it's just because it's in my head. Hard Rock Lover by Prince. Ooh. How's that? Can you sing a little bit of that for us? Can I sing it? I'll sing it like Arnold. I can play a little bit for you, actually. I'll get that queued up while Danielle answers her question. Hard Rock Lover? Okay. 
Do you remember what you, what did you no, say? You, you want to know what was stuck in my head, the Burger King theme song, because it keeps singing it over and over again? Whopper, 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 whopper. Every, For the last three days, that's all I've been singing. I can't think of any music. I can't wait till they announce the, 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 cheese, the cheese cheeseburger oh. here in the so States. This is the album. Okay. My favorite music that gets me pumped is like punk rock, pop punk rock from when we were in high school. So like 2004. Okay. Pop punk, like stuff that now is a little cringy, but it's still so good. Mostly where the guy singing it kind of sounds a little whiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into that. Yeah. Okay. All those emo shows, any of any of it. All right. Yeah, I'm into it. We can play a little hard rock lover by Prince. Yeah, let's go. hear a little bit of it. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, nice. Smooth. That will get you fired the up. The guitar yeah. definitely hits, and once the guitar solo goes on, then you're like screaming, "Taco!" <laughs> <laughs> this taco's about to make me scream. <laughs> That's how it goes, but better than that. Uh, this is the time of the show. This is the final part of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. Throw me out a number between 1 and 93, and I'll read you a random taco question. 23. 23. Oh, this is perfect for what we talked about earlier. What's the furthest you've ever traveled to get a taco? You traveled to Iowa to get that Burby. apple dumpling dessert? Yeah. It's delicious. Damn. To get a taco? I would say an hour and a half. There was a diners, drive-ins, and dives location in Austin. The name of it escapes me. But in Austin traffic, if you're leaving anywhere, you're gonna be in. You're gonna be sitting in your car a while. About an hour and a half, two hours in Austin traffic to get tacos from a nice spot in Austin. Mine's not very like super far, but I don't really travel that much. But I'd say like, well, whenever I go to LA to do the open house for NASA, that is like a food. I program, like, I pre-plan all my meals to be specifically, like, tacos I want to try, this I want to try, poke, because I never had that at the time. So much stuff. So I would say probably L.A., technically, I'd say. All right. Nice. Uh, Marcus, throw me out a number between one 62. and... 62. 62. <laughs> okay. What's the proper order to layer your taco? Cheese over meat and lettuce, or cheese under the meat and lettuce? Cheese under. I'm an under guy, because I like melted cheese. So if the cheese is, yeah, so I like the heat of the meat to melt the cheese, so cheese under. Are you a lettuce on a taco guy? A reasonable amount, but yes. Could you do without the lettuce, though? You'd be fine with I that. could without, but if there's lettuce on there, reasonable amount, no problem at all. So cheese under the lettuce. Where does the sour cream, you say no sour cream and tomato? If I put it on, it would be by the fork. So okay. it'll be like right. by, per bites, as opposed to just on. Now, how many slices of cheese would you be willing to eat between two buns on a Thailand Burger King burger. Would you ever, Would you take the challenge? Would you eat a burger like that? I would not. Okay. A burger's not a burger without two patties on it. It's, it's more. It's a grilled cheese. It's more of a sandwich, right? Yeah. It looks like a sandwich. It's it's uh we daddy blew his rent money at the casino <laughs> sandwich. 
Hey, and kids. that's where we're eating tonight. Hey, kids, you're staying with me this weekend. Look what we're having. Dad had a bad day at the tables. <laughs> Strap on in and have this cheese. Like a watered down. I heard they're eating this in Thailand. Beer. Check it out. And I got some of that pink sauce from the from the uh, Brazil <laughs> Burger King. Granny fell for the Nigerian man's Facebook scam. We're only having <laughs> cheeseburgers tonight. By the way, there's no burger. Oh, it's just cheese. Violently ill. I couldn't do it. Couldn't well, do it. I'm sorry to say we have reached the end of the program today. Thank you so much for being here and talking tacos with me. We appreciate the invite, the food, and the opportunity to expand our palates yes. and experiences to the fine taco establishments across Kansas City. And you technically sat underneath a rainstorm I know. to host us today. So thank you for, <laughs> I for didn't. that. I didn't move. I'm an idiot. I haven't moved the entire place. I'm still That's getting dripped on. That's what you were doing for the love of the taco. <laughs> what are you listening to this going to do and willing to do to have tacos? Now, Marcus, where can people find you on the TV? Uh, Fox 4 in the morning, right? It'll be Fox 4 unless you have AT&T and U-verse, but don't say anything to me about it. It's above my pay grade. Or uh, to keep up, it's Marcus on Fox 4 on Instagram. On Instagram. And Danielle, what's coming up? NASA wise, oh, got any appearances coming up? We just, I owe oh, all the time. Uh, I just started a new job outside of my NASA. I'm still going to be NASA lady, but I started a new other job during the day. You're not talking about you being the spokesperson for Ponchos, no, which is your other new job. They literally contacted me during this. And podcast, they hired you. And hired they heard me. about you talking about Ponchos. Yes. <laughs> they want to hire you. Yes. No, uh, yeah. I get randomly booked on TV and stuff, okay. but you can find me at Casey's NASA Lady all, all on all platforms. And anytime there's space news, you're usually going to pop up on TV oh, yeah. to talk about it, right? Especially, or submarine news, apparently. Oh my gosh. I know. You were on there talking about the submarine? I did. I went on two stations and talked and about it. And it was great because she called it. Really? Oh, it was... Um, like, oh yeah, they died two no, or three days ago. It was great that they died. Right. But it was great that... The process I, it was of which. before the news came out. It was the Thursday. I was on, I think, at the seven and the eight, and I said exactly what I thought happened. And then, as I left, I got home, and the news broke of mm. the science and everything. But it was. But I'll tell you, it was not. I know this has nothing to do with anything, but it was pretty obvious from the beginning. But I think you just want to hope that it's not true. But right. every scientist knew exactly what happened. But you can't say that until you know for sure. Until they find the debris. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, womp womp. At least, and on good. that note, folks. <laughs> <laughs> At least the memes were great. And that's where we've come to as a country. Oh, so man. sorry for their loss, but thank you for the memes. Oh, and Danielle, Lord. if you were ever contacted to go up in the no. SpaceX, would you go? Uh, nope. No. I like being here. You like Earth. being on Earth? I have okay. a child. Like, I have absolutely no interest in dangerous stuff. I think I love and applaud the adventurers and voyagers that we do have because we've learned a lot. Wasn't it William Shatner who got to go and he got up there and he came back and he was super depressed and he was like, now that I see like that we're just this tiny speck yes. in the universe, I got super depressed? Well, it's like our minds biologically as humans are not made to see the earth in its entirety from somewhere else. But I get that a lot when people watch those videos about how small we are in the universe where it compares us to like a star and then it gets bigger and bigger. There's great videos on YouTube. They, they're like, I have an existential crisis knowing how, but, but maybe look at it as every little thing you do actually has purpose here. Right. Because you can't control the universe, you know? Right. 
And until they figure out the whole taco thing up there, yeah, I'm we, not stepping foot up. You absolutely yeah. shouldn't. No. Yeah, the Maybe Mars the taco. Ponches. The Mars taco. That's the example. Yeah. Yeah. If they put a ponchos on the moon. <laughs> I may go. You could be the manager of the ponchos on the moon. <laughs> and it's just like one person every 10 years that comes by. It's like, we don't have a drive through problem at this ponchos. She's like the Russian astronaut in Armageddon. <laughs> but the terrain looks exactly the same. Just craters everywhere. Right. Well, thanks for being on the show, guys. And thanks Appreciate for talking tacos much. with me. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean. Give us a five-star review. And don't forget to vote for us for Best Podcast in Kansas City for the Pitches Best of 2023. I mean, what other podcast are you going to vote for? What other podcast feeds you tacos? None. 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 That's right. Uh, just kidding. There's a lot of other great podcasts, but none of them feed feed the guests tacos. There's one that does, and it's yours. <laughs> and it's Taco the Town. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. We had such a good time at the Taco the Town corporate office summer party. The slip and slide was great this year. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of the Lotus Pool Records. Be sure to add the Sun Eaters and your other favorite Lotus Pool Records artists to your Spotify playlists. Remember to always support your local neighborhood taco spots And until next time, go eat some tacos. Lotus Pod.